Welcome to the Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Specifically, they should check out our, I don't know what I've said in a while, um, Facebook. That exists. Sure. We have one. We do. We maybe half the time post episode links there. Yeah, we've really <laughs> faded away from that, haven't we? Um, uh, I used to post movie reviews there. Yeah. I don't anymore because I don't have time to yeah. watch movies, let alone write movie reviews. Yeah. It takes like two or three hours to sit down and hash one of those out. Yeah, you should get better at it. I, If you will pay me enough money to quit one of my <laughs> jobs, I will write two movie reviews a week. Oh, I never opened up my opened up the Patreon. I gotta, I gotta do that. Make a Patreon. Yep. Yeah, do that. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to in the past week ish, week and a half ish? Week and a half ish. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, not much. I have begun The Witcher. You have begun The Witcher. I've actually gotten a solid five episodes in. Okay, so you're almost done. Yeah. Thoughts so far? There's only eight. It's goofy. It's based <laughs> on a very like. Yeah, it's goofy. It's based on a goofy. Like it's not. It's not goofy. Goofy, where it's just like ha 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 ha. But it's like, is that what you're talking about? You're like talking about like it's yeah. Like, oh, it's it like is. no. I mean, it's not like ha 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 buffoonish. Yeah, weird. but like he it's makes like sarcastic and yeah, and like the the world is just so weird. Like yeah. suddenly there's a hedgehog man. Why is there a hedgehog man? Who knows why there's a hedgehog yeah. man? I mean, and that's like that. That's just the world of The Witcher. Like yeah, when it's... you're when you're playing the game, you're just kind of on the for, on the like on for the ride. That you're yeah, like oh yeah, fucking Al Ghouls are a thing and Graviers, and you're like, all right, yeah, sure, yeah. It's um, I feel like it's not my speed, sort of fantasy wise. I think with me, I like fantasy that there's a very clear well-defined world that feels like a real world even if it's a very different world so okay. tolkien and martin yeah are very much my speed as fantasy because mm-hmm. these are worlds that feel very specifically created for this story like mm-hmm. i mean tolkien's world building is legendary and martin's is if anything more in depth yeah and this just it feels different yeah and to be fair it's it's not something that was so the world is fully like defined, right? Like it's uh, it just it, it. I'm not I'm not saying it's not defined. Yeah. It just it feels like a mess. It feels like there's no internal logic to it. Yeah. No. Like I, I get exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when you're comparing it to something like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, it yeah. definitely feels lacking. Yeah. Um, but it, it's yeah, it's it's less about the like Lord of the Rings is about the world, right? Game of Thrones is about a history create a history a historic thing Mm -hmm. that's going on right so like kind of furthering the world and history as a whole yeah tying in with all of history right this was just kind of like following this one guy that he's not the only witcher right it's this it's this kind of world and i'm not like trying to condescend like i'm explaining to you what this is i'm just kind of like this is my own comment commentary Mm -hmm. on it that Mm -hmm. i really enjoy that the way that the witcher is portrayed uh, the way that Geralt is portrayed is he's like walking through town and people people aren't like oh it's a witcher there's a witcher or the witcher by any means. Sorry. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Making noise. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like oh, it's a witcher. They're just like ah, it's a witcher. Oh, cool. There's a witcher in town. It's like yeah. it's like if a band or like a politician came in through town. It's like ah, oh, hey, there's a politician in town. Maybe I'll go see him or something like that. Yeah. But it's just kind of like oh, there's a witcher. 
But then there's like, and the monsters, like everyone's aware that monsters exist in the, this world. Yeah. And they know that the witchers are the exterminators of them. Mm-hmm. Just, they just, that's just kind of the world. Yeah. And they know that magic exists. Like yeah. if they see a sorcerer, they're like, oh, there's a sorcerer yeah. in here. That's, that one's a little weird. Like when a witcher comes into town, he's just looking to make some money. Toss a coin to him. Mm-hmm. Toss a it's coin a catchy to song, your isn't witcher. It? It's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed um, that. But then like when you see a sorcerer, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of like that's just I enjoy the it's almost a slice of life kind of thing when mm-hmm. it's a slice of life in the scale of Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Right. Like if you were just to follow. um, Let's say uh, who's someone that's like mildly important. Faramir. Let's say if you just did a whole episode or a whole series on Faramir. Mm-hmm. He's not when it comes to really the grand scale of things. He's not make, making a pivotal role. I would argue that he is thematically because he represents the ability of man to choose to reject the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, But you get my point. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, Better better example would have been Elrond's sons. Okay. They're not in the movies, but... Yeah, I don't know that. They they basically hang out with Aragorn a lot and just kind of run around and do Lord of the Rings version of witchery stuff. Interesting. Okay. Sort of. I mean, they're just... uh, they're they're sort of spies slash rangers that just run out of Elrond's yeah. camp and yeah. And I think uh, and you 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 got what I was saying when I yeah said, like there was three lines like there's yes three lines there's three and... very distinct plots yeah that, and two of them just have converged have uh, repeatedly converged yeah. in the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> I I've heard from from some people that uh, I mildly respect their opinion that like the. The way that they kind of forced Jennifer and Geralt together just didn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. Um, my my rebuttal was the fact that she literally charmed him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's not immune to magic. Right. He's very resistant to it. So, like, he got charmed by one of the most powerful sorcerers in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of why that happened. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean... I, I'm enjoying the story and yeah. Henry Cavill growling at people is about my favorite oh, thing God, ever. Yes. I would, mm. I would watch 80 episodes. Just it's a monster of the week. Henry Cavill goes around and kills yeah. the monster and growls at people. And that like, that seems like kind of what they're doing with this, with this season is that you're, you're amid the second of the three. They kind of like mm-hmm. adapt three of the short stories of the uh-huh. Witcher. Um, and you're in the mid the second. Have you come across the uh, princess Ada yet? Who? Princess Ada. Who? You're in episode five. Yeah. Okay, it's in the next uh, next couple episodes. Okay. I come across that. That's one of the big like short stories. So okay. they kind of they follow for Geralt's. They kind of follow <coughs> three different short stories. Okay. And they kind of do that. It's like an, almost an episodic like mm-hmm. I'm in this place. There's this monster. Solve the problem. Moving on. Yeah. Um. And I really like that they're doing that for the first season. They're not getting too big mm-hmm. and trying to commit to too heavy of a story. But by the end, you're like, okay, concluded. I can see where they're about to go. It's almost like okay. Mandalorian. Okay. Well, like there, there's definitely a place to go. Right. But they didn't force that on us in the first. They gave time to develop the characters in the world. Yeah. In this, in this setting. Yeah. I really like that. All right. Yep. Music's pretty good. It's it's very interesting. Yeah. Um. It's very Witcher. Yeah. Mostly. Because I'm pretty sure they had the game guy, the guy who made the uh, game. I cannot pronounce his name because I'm pretty sure it's all consonants. <laughs> I'm going to look this up and I'm going to give this a try. Um, I'm pretty sure they, they had him consult. I could be 100% okay. wrong. Look at Wild Hunt because I think he did the most in the Wild Hunt. 
Which is the third one? The Witcher, Wild Hunt. You know, it's the it's the third you. volume of of um. Uh, uh, oh, Andre Sapowski. No, that's the nope. the writer. Um, this makes no. This podcast. is the this is the books. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm really no. This is the this is the game. Um, composer. Um. You're having to think about it. Prisbilovich. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's it. That, yeah, the fact that you had to think about it definitely like you, given that you had the challenge of looking at it, and you're like, I'm gonna give it a shot. I mm-hmm. never did. Mm-hmm. I was just like, the Witcher guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I kind of got like. I get like the beginning couple letters and the end couple letters, and I and whatever's in between <laughs> can change. <laughs> Sounds but, yeah. alright. Um. So cool. Anything else you've been up to? Um. Uh. Nothing that's really relevant here. I guess I've been reading. Uh the spectator bird which is a novel but or maybe a spectator bird which is just a novel um oh i remember what you've been up to that i had over the break that i forgot about oh past couple episodes Uh, i read the uh book annihilation oh hey that the movie is based on and i watched the movie in theaters when it came out and i thought man you know that was a very interesting movie that feels like it would probably make a really good book were you wrong and i read the book and i was like man you know this is a very interesting book that probably feels like it'd make a really good TV show. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, like, there's so many really cool little ideas. It just, I don't see the big picture. Yeah. And part of the problem is that it's the first book in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't, I, I, I'm trying to grasp onto what's going on with it. Yeah. And I just don't really understand it. And I don't know if I'm stupid or if there's just no meaning. Okay. So. Yeah. Been kind of button heads with that. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been up to a lot. All right. I've been I've been teasing Matt with the fact that I've been up to a lot. Yes. Um. There are six things. Okay. That I have been watching. I'm gonna make a game out of it because this episode is gonna be pretty much just like catching up and news and stuff because we are very bad at being podcast hosts. And, and also, we... it was like a crazy news week. Yeah. So. Um. I'm gonna make a game out of this. Okay. Four of them are Netflix original things. Netflix original things. Yes. Okay. And two of them are, one of them is a movie that you have told me repeatedly that I should watch. Okay. And one of them is a movie that I did not expect to ever watch. I had expressed interest in watching it. Looked, Mm -hmm. it looked interesting in the trailers and I don't think you've watched it. So let's start with the, with the Marvel ones. Okay. Not Marvel ones. Netflix Uh, ones. Netflix ones. Okay. Um, why don't you just go ahead and give it a shot, and I'll start giving hints if you're just like... Okay, so four Netflix original four things. Four things. Okay, do I get any kind of guidance on what the things are? Um, Two shows and two movies. Okay. Uh, The Irishman? One of them, yeah. All right. I was expecting you to, to watch that one. I need to get to that one. It's good. So I... I'll talk about that one briefly. Okay. Um. It is it is really good. Brendan Brendan talked a lot about how he enjoyed just the way that it works, and it, it's mm-hmm. it's very interesting. It, the pacing for being three and a half hours long, mm-hmm. it feels okay. This it's gonna it's gonna be kind of weird to say. It feels three and a half hours long, but it doesn't feel exhausting. The okay. pacing is pretty consistent throughout the entire thing. Like the story develops. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a time jump that I, I was confused when I suddenly saw like his daughter older, and I'm like, is that is that Anna Bikini? Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. But holy shit, Robert De Niro mm-hmm. and 
uh, Al Pacino. My God, just like just the the story and like you know what's coming. If you know, so it's it's the Irishman is all based on like real real story. Right. Um, fucking what's the guy? The, Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, if you know that he mysteriously disappeared, like you kind of know what's coming at the end, but you're like it's the way that they develop it is really interesting you're just like okay i don't know how they're gonna get to this at like any point mm-hmm. but then like really towards the end is when you start to notice the pieces come together and just like okay i okay. see what they're gonna go with yeah um it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh it, it definitely it was kind of like a joker in <coughs> sense of gore and like being rated r quote unquote mm-hmm. that like it's not r r r yeah. But, like, they didn't shy away from it. Right. Like, it's not Hellboy where it was gratuitous and cursing for the sake of gratuitous and cursing. Right. Like, when the first line is, like, fucking what's-his-name who just dropped the F-bomb for no reason. Remember Ian, that? Ian McShane, yeah, yeah. And the voiceover. Yeah. Uh, like, also, that's another watch I'm up to. I watched the first five minutes of Hellboy to prove to someone that it's the worst thing ever. It, it, it was... God, I forgot. I somehow forgot how bad it was. Yeah. I simultaneously remember that it was the one of the the, the worst movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and still forgot how bad it actually. Is. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. But yeah, Irishman is really really good. It's uh, it's not something I'm gonna watch again. Yeah. It, doesn't it have seems very like much that rewatch. kind of thing. Yeah. It's not fun per se. Right. Um, but it's really interesting and I enjoyed it. Um, great acting moments. I hear it's the kind of movie that's very rewarding if you've watched a lot of Scorsese movies. I can't say that because I have not seen a lot of Scorsese movies. <laughs> right. Uh, but I imagine that's that's part of the reason it appeals to Brendan so much. Yeah. Is he loves Goodfellas yeah. and Casino and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Another Netflix original, Beasts of No Nation? No, but that is very high on my list. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, like. Yeah, and coming out soon. Like, all right, okay. Maybe it might be, might be in my next week's. Okay. Um, let's see. Roma. Well, no, if we're if we're recording like on time, it probably won't. Probably nothing will be in my next week's. <laughs> recording in a couple days. Yeah. Uh, Roma. No. Okay. That is also very high. All right. Uh, I'll give you two more guesses before I give you another hint on one of them. Okay. For Netflix original movies, uh, Marriage Story. Yes. Okay. Good. I also haven't seen that. I want so to. So I will, I will explain to you now why I'm so tired still. Okay. On Sunday, I was going to bed. It was like midnight. I was scrolling through my phone, through like Facebook videos, and then one of the script to screen things came up. Uh-huh. And you've seen those. Yeah. For people who don't know what script to screen is, it's a really interesting video series where they actually scroll the script of iconic scenes along with the scene. So you can kind of see like what the screen direction is, what the, what the writer had in mind, like where – how. How much of the scene is actually scripted and how much is like their interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to watch and actually has a lot of insight onto into how movies are made, mm-hmm. which is helpful for us. Mm-hmm. And it was the climactic scene of the movie. And I watched that and I fell in love with Adam Driver so fucking quickly that at midnight I got up and went to watch it. Wow. Like I literally was just like, I have to go to work tomorrow morning, but I don't care. I need to watch this right now. Okay. I cried about five times. Okay. It is a heartbreaking movie. It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, that movie single, first of all, that movie single, no time can I think of that I've ever seen just a clip and immediately had to go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had that happen in my life. I don't think I have. That is a testament. Yep. <laughs> um, and 
also the fact that I cried like five times mm-hmm. that's good. Yep. Um, but it also shot Adam Driver to the top of my list of actors that I need to see everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. That's a hint to another one. Um, but it it's just such phenomenal acting, and I think you now know what's. I good. have a good guess. Uh, it is such phenomenal acting from both Scarlet. For you, just get Kylo mm-hmm. Ren and Black Widow just bitching at each other, and mm-hmm. it's it's one of those. It's like the hunt, and I'm going to try to avoid the hunt spoilers because I will actively defend the hunt spoilers. Right. Even though it's been out for seven years. Something like that. Seven or eight years, depending <laughs> on what fucking source you see. <laughs> um, it's one of those movies that you're just like, you're watching tiny little mistakes from everyone mm-hmm. co- converge into a giant meltdown. Yeah. And you're just like... No, 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 no. Oh, shit. I know how you're going to interpret that thing that just happened. Yeah. Fuck. No. No. <laughs> Gosh, you're, just... re- you're going to like Roma. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Roma's a lot more uplifting. Okay. But it's a lot of just like the story really propels itself with the little details. And each each scene kind of sort of thematically tells what the next one's going to be. Interesting. It's, okay. Um, yeah. There was a, when I watched the um, the clip, I misheard a line. Mm-hmm. And I thought something was going to happen that was just going to shatter my heart. Um, I don't want to say it. Okay. I want to give. God, I don't. I, I'm. I'll just save it for you whenever you watch. Whenever you watch it, get around to watching it soon. I will. I, tell you about I will. Because it. it was like it was something that I was just like I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. But then it didn't happen, and then that scene came around, and I was like, oh, well, okay. Like if they had done that. I would have thrown the fucking TV out the window because mm-hmm. I could not, I, my heart would not be able to take, I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't be able to throw him at the TV because I would be on the ground and field position sobbing mm-hmm. like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's marriage story. I highly recommend it for people who like drama and God, almost like family thriller mm-hmm. in a way. It's, it's so good. Just, you should watch loveless also. Okay my number two movie of the decade and it's a it's kind of i'd say it's the similar sort of similar and then it's a lot of family drama and just people sniping each other Mm -hmm. um and it'll make you cry several times except it'll also make you want to shoot yourself at the end (laughs) it's so the the scene from la la land where they're yelling at the the argument oh it just feel like you feel the emotion you see it and like oh that's a oh that's a rough scene it's that but like the whole movie Ooh, <laughs> I don't know how bad I want to hurt myself. <laughs> I want to hurt myself. I want to do it. <laughs> no, it's not the whole movie. I'd say it's uh, late act two, act three. Okay. Um, but it's just, but you see that coming and you're just like, no. Mm. Um, I, I just, Adam Driver is such a good fucking actor. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you have your, your guess on that other one. Yeah. Uh, Inside Lewin Davis. No. Really? Andrew told me I need to watch that. I figured all the stars align. Andrew loves it. I really like it. It's got Adam Driver, and he has it on DVD or Blu-ray or both. Or <laughs> it's also on Laserdisc. Hulu, I think. Uh, it's on Prime. No, oh, maybe okay. it is on Hulu now. One of them. But, okay, right. so uh, back to the – so you got uh, The Irishman and Marriage Story. So those are the two movies. <coughs> two TV shows. Two TV shows. shows. Um, Altered Carbon? Nope. Okay. 
I'll give you one more guess before I give you a hint on one of them. Bojack Horseman. No. I mean, there's I'm, a lot of I'm that. Waiting but... to, I'm waiting to do that one. Like, that one's one I'm just kind of, like, putting off a little bit. Because you keep telling me, like, don't watch it because it's super depressing. Don't watch it all at once. <laughs> if you watch more than three episodes at a time, it'll take your next two days and just kind of knock them out of commission. Like, you're not going to be non-functional. You're just going to be depressed and morose. Yeah. Okay. Noted. But if you do it one or two at a time, it's manageable. Uh, so uh, the one I'm going to have you hit on is a show that I've already seen a couple of the seasons, and I'm only about halfway through season three. Oh. Um. Um. Oh, come on. You know it. It's oh. on the tip of your tongue. Uh, it's really not. Um. It's one that's, like, pretty good. It's, like, drama intense, and they just change actors. The Crown. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of I'm just kind of walking through that okay. one. So that of one's course. not one I'm going to dwell on. Uh actually no, there's one thing I want to say. <laughs> I one of my favorite things in film and TV shows are how they go about acknowledging a cast change. Mhm. Like the the way they did it in Iron Man 2. Mm -hmm. Uh just stuff like that, like the way they explain I mean, you never see it in Thor when they change fucking what's his name, the guy to Zach Levi. But he's also a minor enough he's character. He's also a minor enough character. I didn't even under notice. Enough, and under enough makeup that you don't notice. Yeah. Um, but so the opening scene is basically like they, they have a picture of like her classic picture from her really young. And mm -hmm. then an older version of it. And she's like really like I'm old. And like she's there and she's like it's just uh, and she like she's kind of saying thing. they're trying to console her. And she's and the guy was like things are changing. Um, uh, there's going to be some changes. And she's like. Or there, there's been changes, a great many changes. And it just kind of, like, it perfectly, <laughs> like, focuses on her and uh, um, the guy who plays Philip. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just that with wah, a great wah. many changes. <laughs> and it's just, like, I imagined, like, the studio audience, like, ha, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, that's happening. Other show. Uh, um, 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 hint? Huh? Hint? Um, British. Broadchurch. No. BBC British, like uh, Sherlock format. Luther. No, really, Luther? I don't, maybe it isn't. I don't think it is, Give actually. Up. Yeah. Dracula. Oh. 2020 show. The new one, yeah. yeah. So it's three hour and a half episodes. Okay. First one's pretty good. Like, it's, it's actually thoroughly enjoyable um mm -hmm. i would watch it again uh because it so it's called rules of the beast mm -hmm. and basically it's this whole episode dedicated to explaining the way that this world and this dracula work interesting um that feels like it'd be a terrible hour and a half episode but it's it's uh so every episode is oh the first two episodes are told in the way of someone telling the story okay to someone else um so the the first episode is a guy who went to dracula's um uh, um are you familiar with the Dra dracula lore at all i've read the book oh okay so um it's um um oh my god i'm forgetting his horker yeah it's um, him telling the story of when he went okay to there um they changed some some, some things it's it it's it's based on the original story so it's right. got all the names it's got horker it's got uh um they change uh one guy's name uh from john to jack uh it's got 
It's got the Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell you where that is or who that is because that's kind of a plot twist at the end of the first season. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's the first episode is thoroughly enjoyable. Um, the Dracula is played. Uh, the guy who plays it, Claire Cleese uh, Bang. Cleese Bang. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Um, it plays it in such a way. You ever seen clips of Lucifer? The show yes like the charismatic he plays that okay where it's less of like a menacing i'm dracula and more of just like i'm the devil bitch <laughs> kind of like that like just the thoroughly enjoyable and very charismatic and you you fall in love with him pretty quickly um and then the second episode is told from his perspective like tell him telling the story okay and it's a whole like it kind of changes the it, they're both mysteries. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is like a mystery of like what's going on, like right, blah blah blah. How did how did this person get to this position? Uh, then the next one is like a mystery. It's not a mystery to you, but it's a mystery to all the other characters. Situational okay. irony. Um, and I'm gonna I'm getting really paranoid. Uh, I'm gonna go check the please audio real please quick. do because your your technology curse is just ramping up. We're good. Okay. Um. And then the third episode, so the second episode is pretty enjoyable. It's um, not really any twists that you don't see coming. It doesn't really do anything to kind of spark intrigue or thought-provoking anything. It's just it's it's just kind of enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third episode is weird. Uh, the style changes, the tone, the actual visual style changes. Okay. Um, and it does a giant ju- uh, a time jump to present day. Oh, um, and puts him. It's it's amusing. It's amusing for a little bit. It's kind of charming where he's like uh, trying to figure out the world. And so in I don't know if it's in the books that Dracula gains some memories of the people he he drinks. Probably, but I haven't read the book okay. in about ten years. Uh, they use that, and it's really interesting that like uh, <laughs> he eats a guy, and then he's like talking to the guy's wife or girlfriend or whatever, and she like starts dialing the phone. He's like. What is this? Oh, oh, telephone. Thank you. <laughs> it's like kind of amusing stuff like that, where he just kind of like figures things out. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a Wi-Fi password from like uh, he's like in the facility that studies him or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the, the, watching it will explain all that. And he's like, "Who gave him the Wi-Fi password?" And he's like, <laughs> "It's my name." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's. There's some interesting things that happen in the in the third episode, but it's not nearly as enjoyable as the first first two okay uh, it definitely declines yeah. and you can look at the ratings after i went and watched them i was just like oh okay and then i looked at the ratings like makes a lot of sense yeah um first two were in the green second one's yellow okay or third one's yellow yeah but i highly recommend it just to see where this goes because mm-hmm. i mean i think they're gonna do a second season they haven't confirmed it mm-hmm. especially given that it just came out and netflix takes netflix and bbc are known for just taking forever to renew shows yeah um, so we don't know if we're going to get it. They're going to go to the future. Dracula in space. Hell no. <laughs> like, honestly, the most interesting stories were the ones in the past. And now you're kind of struggling with the fact that like, you can't go to the past. You, you can could. have memories. You can have flashbacks. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. Cause they do a little bit of that and, mm-hmm. um, tying the first episode to the third episode. But yeah. So that's, that's the thing I've been watching. All right. Um, the two other things that I've watched. Uh, you want to take a guess at the one that you one more guess at the uh, one you told me I would enjoy, based on some other movies I've enjoyed. Um, Midnight Special. No. Okay. What other movies? Uh, I'm trying to think of a way that I can. Um, 
It's definitely one of Adam Driver's most amusing characters. Inside Lewin Davis? Oh, I, I haven't seen it. I, I guess I can't say that. <laughs> we just um, talked about he's that. He's missing an arm. Oh, yes. Logan Lucky. I saw yes. Logan Lucky. Oh, it's so fun. I love that movie. I love That is my favorite Adam Driver character so far. Yeah. he's just kind of like, he's just kind of a hick. And he's just like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> and it does. What in tarnation? <laughs> uh, the reveal takes a little bit of thinking to see how it all connects at the end. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, so I see how you did all that. All right. I guess I can kind of see that. Yeah. It leaves a little bit to be desired. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's just, it's so much fun. It's a really fun movie. And I, I completely get what you were saying when you when, uh, you mentioned how Daniel Craig just loves doing Southern accents. Like, yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. He's um, so sick of playing James Bond. He's doing everything the most opposite. Yeah. I, uh, once we, once we finished, uh, I saw that Seth MacFarlane is in it. I was like, what the fuck was he? He's the driver. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like, yeah, it's, it, you just don't notice it. Yeah, I went back and I was like, "Where is he?" And we were like looking. I was like, "Was he one of the brothers?" No. And I was like, <gasps> and I went back to the fight in the bar. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I can hear Brian from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had uh, has that been out long enough that I can kind of spoil a little? It doesn't spoil things. Um, it spoils what doesn't happen. Because I had a reveal that I thought was the thing, and my mind was blown, and then it turned out to not be the same. Uh, what were you thinking? I thought when Bucky, when Sebastian Stan's character mm -hmm. said that he wasn't in the the tunnel with uh, Seth MacFarlane's character, mm -hmm. I thought this was like a kind of an Ocean's Eight situation where the they were stealing the money not to steal the money. Mm -hmm. They were stealing the money, and he was going to give it back purely to frame the other the seth mcfarland driver oh. and then you know bucky uh, sebastian Zan's character would be the only driver would make a bunch more money mm -hmm. and would just give them money like he wants the fame of it right and he was going to give them money and stuff like that so i thought that's what that was but then they started revealing other stuff and yeah. i was like oh okay well that's kind of disappointing but that was like that would kind of make sense that was, yeah i think that worked within the like, story they, they just they don't like each other and like yeah yeah. When when they said when he's like, uh, yeah, well, uh, Chillblaine said he or not not Chillblaine, the other guy mm -hmm. said that he he wasn't in the tunnel with you ever, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, no way they're doing this, <laughs> and I was like, my mind was blown for about five minutes until they revealed what actually happened. Yeah, and it was kind of disappointing. I kind of hate when that happens. Like you you build up this expectation for something really exciting you want to happen, and then mm -hmm. it kind of just doesn't. Yeah. Like I feel like I I I, I won't say ruined because I still love this movie, but Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm -hmm. I was kind of wanting Tom Cruise to go full dark and yeah. Henry Cavill take over, and that would have been so cool. That the fact that they played it relatively safe, uh, it's a little it's a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I got so excited about the version of it that's in my head. Yeah, it's your head cannon. It's when your head cannon's better than actual than official cannon. Yeah. All right, last thing that I watched. And you said I might not have seen this one. Probably haven't seen this one. Um, Let's see how I can... It came out in 2019. Okay. So I probably haven't seen it. It came out early enough in 2019 that it doesn't have a single Oscar nomination. Okay. But it's won a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, 
Booksmart fix that fits that nope. bill. But I have seen that, and I talked about it recently, and you'd remember that because you pay attention to the things I say here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, other hints I can give that wouldn't give it away entirely. It doesn't have almost anyone you would recognize except for maybe one person who's the main character. Um, it... God, I'm trying to mm. make it obvious because my my I'm very just. It's a daylight asleep. horror movie. It is, and people don't often know this. People, every single person I've said this to who know about the movie are like, "Wait, is it really?" Andrew, I told Andrew about it, and I was like, "It's a daylight horror movie," and he's like, "Is it really?" Because. You you get a vibe of it from the trailer. I went back and watched the trailer, and I was like, you get a little bit of a vibe of it. Mm-hmm. But not to the extent that the movie is. Okay, I'm lost. You're just going to have to. Midsummer. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No, but that's totally daylight horror. That movie's fucked, dude. Yeah. I, well, I saw Hereditary, which is the same guy. Oh, my God. That movie's so fucked. I watched it at work today. Like it's it's mm-hmm. fresh in my mind right now. Mm-hmm. It it's good. I'm surprised it. it doesn't have an Oscar nom. I think it's just because it came out in March. It's, and because it's a horror movie, Hereditary should have yeah. been nominated for a half dozen Oscars. Yeah. It daylight horrors. I, d- I did a lot of research today because of this. I was expe- I was expecting to talk about this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Daylight horrors are a hidden gem. Okay. Um, do you know a lot about daylight horrors? Not really. So daylight horrors are basically they take a horror movie, not daylight horrors, horrors. <laughs> um, <laughs> they take a horror movie where dark equals evil and takes out the dark and just lets you simmer in the evils of humanity. It's basically like you, if you want to go like metaphorical, mm-hmm. it literally shines sunlight on the fucking misery that is whatever the focus of this movie is. Okay. And it. Like, it's it's a juxtaposition of, like, the feeling you have and what's going on to just, like, sunshines and flowers and, and blooming grass in Sweden. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. It's It lets the plot. We talked a lot about this. And I want to revisit our horror movie after I've, ex- like, seen more maybe daylight horror and suspense horror. Yeah. Like Next Halloween. Because, uh, yeah. Because we talked about the difference between jump scares and uh, suspense scares. And suspense mm-hmm. scares stay with you right like it follows daylight horror you, it it's i i just i it's i was tr- i've been trying to find the words i can use all day today like how i've been telling everyone about it purely to try to find mm-hmm. like coins and phrases that i can use mm-hmm. i can't it's just like one thing one thing i noticed it's a very it's a self-contained horror mm-hmm like, it's not like if you're watching a paranormal movie where, like, you go to sleep and you hear a sound in your house and you're like, Ugh! It's the ghost! It's a ghost! Yeah. It's, once the movie's done, the horror's over, but, like, the existential dread exists. And okay. it's still there. I've told everyone, I, I recommend, like, almost everyone watching it. hmm But, set aside an hour and a half afterward to just sit in your chair and go, what the fuck did I just watch? Alright. It's... I like that kind of movie. It's rated R, so there's definitely gore and curse and like it's yeah. But it doesn't. 
the gore is shocking. It's not just like, oh, there's gore coming. Like, it's just, you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And there's one moment, oh, God, that's going to be burned in my brain for fucking ever. And I, oh, God, I don't want to, I can't spoil it because <laughs> it, there's nothing that happens in the movie is remotely spoiled in the trailer. Nope, there's one thing that's a little bit spoiled in the trailer. Okay, interesting. Well, I, I watched the trailers and I was excited about the trailers over the summer. I don't remember anything about the trailers. Okay. There's one thing that's a little bit spoiled in the trailer, but basically everything else. It's it. You do not expect it to go where it goes. You do. You do see where it's going. Like, from the beginning, you're like, oh, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, not from the beginning. Also, first scene. I'm just taking tangents with this movie right Please now. Please do. This, the first scene... I love when a movie does a first scene. It, it juxtaposes the first scene and the rest of the movie. The first scene is dark and snowy and at night. Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie is bright and sunny Sweden, which never goes dark because it's fucking Sweden. Right. Um, but like the end of the first scene, when it starts doing the titles of like the, the title cards, like the, the credits, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, so that's what kind of ride we're in for. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, oh my god! It's such a, it's a movie I want to actually do like a movie essay, like a like a like an essay on. Okay. There's so much analysis and go into it. Um, it, my oh god, it's the way that one of the actors described the movie, and I think I can say this without spoiling too much is, it's a nightmare for all characters but one. And that one character is a fantasy. Interesting. It's and you see how that makes sense towards the end, as lo- uh, at the at the end. Uh huh. Um. When as long as you're like kind of paying attention to kind of the overarching metaphor of it, mm-hmm. like from the beginning, then that makes sense at the end. And it's God. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that movie, but I'm also fucking horrified of it. All right. Um. It's not something that's going to, like, haunt my dreams, but it's just, like, that movie is fucked. Who's the guy that Ari... Ari Aster. Ari Aster is fucked in the head, man. I know. I saw Hereditary. <laughs> Hereditary is messed up. I kind of need... I kind of want to watch Hereditary to kind of give you, like, if it's, like, one way or the other with it. But it's... Mm-hmm. Everything's broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And it's... I mean, Hereditary is very much a classic horror movie. It's yeah. a lot of darkness and supernatural stuff mm-hmm. and you're gonna have fun it's it's the whole thing is unsettling yeah unsettling is the biggest understatement i've ever said in my life Mm -hmm. to say midsummer is unsettling is the biggest understatement i've ever said in my life it's unsettling in the sense that like taking a toothpick and jamming it under your toenail would be unsettling yeah mental emotionally and mentally jamming a toothpick under your toenail all right (laughs) the the whole time like just the final scene like what what the people are doing like just the action that's happening is just like what the fuck yeah he's got he's got some very interesting problems in his head and i'm glad he's found it out (laughs) to express them (laughs) it's a very non-harmful way to express it yeah but it it, like i was reading the, the the theory of the whole thing is it's interesting. There's got some flaws to it, but it's like 
just the way I was reading about a whole bunch of theories, like the way that he works is he leaves enough plot holes mm-hmm. to make you question whether or not any theory. There's no theory that just stands out. Mm-hmm. It's just like, does this is this did this happen? Is this did this person do that? Is that actually what happened? Like, mm-hmm. and we're like, if he wanted you to not, if he wanted that to definitively not be the thing, he would have made it clear that that was not the thing. Mm-hmm. But there's enough ambiguity surrounding everything that you're just like it did was this a dream all along is that (laughs) (laughs) i've said it before i'll say it again the best works of of literature any any storytelling medium are the ones that get you to ask the questions yeah it luke's fucked in the head dude (laughs) (laughs) i've heard (laughs) it it's just it's it's a ride and she what's her name i forgot her name um, i don't actually know off the top of my head i i looked it up several times but she deserves an oscar for that movie mm-hmm. um she reminds me a lot of saoirse ronan actually okay i gotta look it up right now um i, I remembered not recognizing the name i think when the movie was coming out um but yeah it's It's a movie that, like, there's not a twist at the end of, like, what's been happening all along. Right. Well, there kind of is. There's a... It's... You know exactly what happened. Like, let's say a person goes missing. Mm -hmm. You know exactly what happened. Right. Except you don't know what happened. Right. You don't know how exactly. And when they reveal the hows, it's when, like, the last, like, act three is, like, revealing all the, like, those things. And you're just like what (laughs) what (laughs) and there's just i want to spoil one for you just so you and do you think you'll watch this anytime soon yes when do you think you're gonna watch it i don't know but you're hyping it up and it's one that's been on my list (laughs) it's oh god and the thing is how about this i will watch it tomorrow and then we can talk about it. okay cool i i'm a little skeptical i'm hyping it up not i i don't think i've said so far that it's a phenomenal movie yet mm-hmm. i don't think it's a phenomenal movie it's a it's a great movie I, i'm kind of going in with a, a certain set of expectations and i respect hereditary but i didn't like hereditary very much mm-hmm. um it was exceptionally well made and tony collette deserved an actor oh yeah she's been in something it's pew i think huh? i think pew? it's pew oh um yeah she's uh in black widow oh that's right she's in she's the sister yeah i saw yeah. that she was uh her breakout role was fighting with my family that like wrestling movie with nick frost <gasps> oh we're like they call uh they call the they rock call calls rock. and like, he was like no nah, you're not the rock <laughs> you smell what the rock is cooking he's like nah you're not the rock you're right <laughs> yeah. yeah uh and we'll and uh yeah will poulter who did the joker in the gotham movie and also some other things that are in the awesome show. My bad. Really? Yeah, he was Joker. Well, he was Jerome. No, he wasn't. Jeremy. He absolutely was. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I totally fucked that up. That guy's a different name. Uh, he was in uh, We're the Millers. That's where I recognize him from. Yeah. He was in Narnia, the um, yep. the third one. Yep. I never Eustace watched Eustace Clarence Scrub. That's where I Revenant. recognize him. He was in the Maze Runner movies. He was in Bandersnatch. Oh, yeah. He's the main guy in that, which there I haven't seen yet. 
Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of getting in, getting into stuff now. Yep. But yes, it's a very my the the hype up is the just like existential dread at the end of it. Okay. Of like, what the fuck did I just put myself through? Okay. What is wrong with this movie? <laughs> um, there's it. There's just one shot, and I really. Oh God! No, there's two shots. God, hold me to this. I will watch it tomorrow by noon. Oh, you're not working tomorrow? Not in the morning. Oh, fucking work or fucking watch. Watch it. Okay. <sighs> what a movie. I I genuinely I wa- I watched it at work. I started watching it around like one o'clock, mm-hmm. and I was done by about three thirty. I got nothing done the rest of the day. I was just like my brain was just like. So, so I'm gonna make sure it's still recording after all that. Yep. I don't want to do all that again. Matt, news. News. We've got so much news. It has been a week full of news. Do you want to do trailers first? I'm gonna. Well, sure. Trailers first. Okay. Uh, well, I just actually let's let's talk about that first one that I showed you right before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, devs which is a tv show that is uh, i guess being produced by um alex garland who did ex machina and annihilation okay so it's just produced by i well his name is slapped all over it so i i guess he's kind of show running it because the thing that sticks out to me is ex machina is very much that free will exists and you can build in a robot right dev seems to be the polar opposite assuming nick offerman's character is telling the truth yeah Truth, truth, trufferman, truth. Nick Trufferman. Yep. Um, he's he's credited as the creator on IMDb. Alex Garland is. Okay, so it's gonna be a whole god metaphor. I'm guaranteeing something like that. That looks really interesting. It does look very interesting. It looks yeah. about as existential as uh, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. where at the end of it you're just like, man, nothing I know is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is true. Everything's permitted. Assassin's Creed. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm interested. It looks. It looks weird. It looks sci-fi. Um, and it's on Hulu, so yeah, we'll, we'll watch it. I'm telling you, live action, live TV. Like it's so dead. It's so fucking dead. I yeah. thought it was going to be like another ten years, but that thing's going to be gone in two years. Yeah. With how much everything is just moving away. Yeah. Like how I'm seeing how many people are cutting the cutting the cable. Like, well, in fairness, you are seeing sort of the like the middle class, upper middle class. I think the lower class people are still gonna. Um, I, as part of my other job, I occasionally go into the homes of poor people mm-hmm. and they always have the TV on just some cable channel. People. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I help people. I give, I give them medical equipment. That's the opposite of murder poor people. <laughs> yeah. I make life, life a little easier, but not invariably, but probably two thirds of the time they have the TV on just on one of the cable channels. Interesting. Okay. So. I, I think that there enough, will that's be a market. Not enough to... It's gonna it's gonna change it. Yeah, we're it's gonna the, change it. Having that small of a demographic that well, not small of a dem- that small of a percentage of what they used to still paying for cable is right. definitely going to kill cable. Yeah. Um. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, trailers happened. Well, speaking of Florence Pugh and Black Widow, we got a special look, which didn't really offer much new footage. Of Black Widow. Yeah. What what new footage was there? uh just some like 
There's a truck flipping. There was a there was a little bit of Black oh, Widow it, fighting Taskmaster. There's a new look of tax, uh, like the new look at Taskmaster, and he looks more like Taskmaster this time than yeah. last time. So I think it's gonna be like an upgrade thing. Like yeah. he's gonna look like the one he we saw first in the beginning of the movie, like yep. in the, at the end of Act One. And the end of Act Two is like when he's gonna like get the mask, and yep. it's gonna be Act Three fighting him with the mask. Yeah. Also, he's definitely a she, and she's definitely Rachel Vice. Interesting claim. Not, I, I mean, not original to me, but okay. Mr. Sunday Movies actually oh, initiated that one. Okay. But I, I buy it. All right. I don't know the evidence behind it, so I will not support nor uh, non-support. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right. Uh, well, I will yeah. look into that because that, that seems interesting that they're going to do a, a whole like character change. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we know Rachel Weisz's character's name? I don't. I mean, something. I'm sure they gave like a little one word thing. Sonya or um I, I don't know hmm. i'm i'm not super excited for this movie i'm not either just i don't think anyone is it looks a little too just generic um a little it's like form- it's formulaic it, it doesn't look like it's going to take a whole lot of risks yeah and i mean marvel's never been about taking risks but this should have been something where they do something a little more interesting and outside the box yeah um so oh we're going to talk about that news when we get to it. Another Marvel-related news, not going outside the box. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking about. I think about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, what other trailers happened? Uh, speaking of boxes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are you going with this one? <laughs> um, the New Mutants. We got <gasps> the trailer. Right, that happened. Yep. That looks... I think the first trailer was better. I think the first trailer was better. I'm less excited now. Yeah. I'm excited, but I'm less excited. I'm not, like, stoked, stoked. I went from excited to intrigued, and that's yeah. that's a backwards move. Yeah. I, intrigued is like, I think this is probably going to be bad, but I kind of want to see where it goes. The director said that, like, this is not, like, your typical horror movies where they're all going, like, they all split off and get murdered. Mm-hmm. But then the trailer kind of seemed to speak otherwise. Yeah, and well, and be... it also looked like they're just going a little more classic X Men with here's our CGI final battle and yeah, yay, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a bunch of jump scares, and we're not really going to care. I didn't know that uh, the Macy Williams was in this. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't remember if she was even in the first trailer. And the the girl that I'm pretty sure she has a lazy eye, and I never remember what other thing she's been in. What? That, her eyes are like a little bit looking the opposite directions, and I oh, never... uh, Anna Taylor Joy. Yes. What else has she been in? Split. That's right. Yeah. Split and glass. She was the Oh, because her, her eyes are kind of split. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's actually. I... Oh. <laughs> Matt. She I wasn't making jokes she about it. She replaced one of them with a glass eye. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, no, it's not her eyes are like looking at her. It's just that her eyes are really far apart. So yeah. It looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's good though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think we both registered that we were kind of digging ourselves a grave for an inevitable future, like just me tooing, basically. (laughs) No, I mean, judging her. No, she's she's attractive. She's she's attractive and she's a good actress. I mean, what more do you need? Yep. It's like making a comment that like Tom Cruise's fucking teeth aren't centered, (laughs) (laughs) or that he's short. Short, and he runs weird uh not as weird as oh man who was bryce dallas howard there's like a, oh, a yeah. wide shot of her trying to run in um in heels well the running in heels was was bad enough but then there was a 
in the last Jurassic World movie, the Fallen Kingdom, there's a wide shot of them running to try to get on the boat, and like Chris Pratt's running like a champion, and um, Justice Smith, I think. No, it's I don't remember. It was the, it was either the the sidekick guy or the sidekick girl mm. was running with them and kind of looking goofy, but they're supposed to be kind of looking goofy. And Bryce Dallas Howard is just I don't even know what she was doing, but it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, we judge everyone. Yep. Man, you got a dumb face. I know. I got a dumb nose. I think your nose is quite attractive. Oh, thanks. I, I can smell a lot. The rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Um, <laughs> oh, who said it? Oh, uh, Gage said uh, when we were at Nick's bachelor party, Gage, uh, I was talking about like my insane sense of smell. Mm-hmm. And Gage was like, "Wow, like." Can you, can you like hear really well? And I'm like, I'm pretty alright. He's like, wow, you're just like one barrel of acid away from being Daredevil. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. Pretty sure it's either radioactive waste or other toxic waste. Gage, I've read both of those origin stories. You fool. Get it together. Get it together, Gage. Come on, Gage. Anyway, it was nice seeing you this week, Gage. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Send us more emails. Yes. Quintessential emailer. Quintessential. Oh, that's right. He's a quintessential emailer. Yep. Um, you want to you wanna judge Jared Leto a little bit? Let's judge Jared Leto a little bit. Um, I don't... This movie doesn't need to happen. I, I, there, was, there was never really a part of me that was excited for this. There was a part of me that like, okay, maybe if they take some risks and do something interesting, it'll be yeah. good. <sighs> This reminds me a lot of Venom, for yep. obvious reasons. Except it looks like a Venom where they're going to forget to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a good combination. Yeah, Venom was not a great movie, but it was a fun movie. I think it's going to be a whole like the movie's just going to be centered around him, like pity party cancer. Not to say like oh you've got cancer pity party, but it's going to be like that whole thing where like his whole they're going to make him because he's an antihero now in the comics. Yeah, he used to be a villain, but now he's an antihero, and it's going to be weird. And it's just gonna like I think this is gonna be one of those that the rules don't make sense. Um, yeah. And then they're just gonna fucking bring in. I swear to Christ, I will. Okay, I need to come up with something that I'm gonna actually live live by. Um. I I'll come up with it with with something, but the condition is if Michael Keaton doesn't say something about someone being goofy surrounded by bats. <laughs> <laughs> there is a golden batman joke oh with they have to oh if they don't do that i'm gonna shoot he's somebody. he'll be like he'll be like bats that's lame or something <laughs> like that just something along those lines i'm gonna murder a child if that doesn't happen nope can't live with that one um, uh. <laughs> i'm going to lick matt's forehead all right, I'll let my forehead be licked by Preston. If that doesn't happen, we'll do like a I'll do like an Instagram video of that happening. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be really weird. Uh, this is one I can live with. Not the whole like not like my claim of if the Nightwing movie doesn't happen, I'm not gonna go see Aquaman because definitely went to see Aquaman. Yep, it was definitely pretty okay. Yeah, <laughs> Jared Leto's gonna be like, and the bats they surrounded me. It was terrifying. It's like my kid's like, bats aren't scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so do you, you think, think you go, you think Michael Keaton's actually going to be in this or is he just going to have a cameo? I think it may be a Tony Stark kind of thing where maybe they talk and he's like, Hey, 
you also hate Spider-Man. So does this other guy who, like, is just this kind of, like, black semen-made dude. Um, Because he definitely doesn't know what Venom is. It just Mm -hmm. looks like a giant black goose. He's probably going to, like, mention that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, oh, and then maybe the Sinister Six gets together. Was (laughs) was, uh, Venom ever part of the Sinister Six? Every Spider-Man villain ever is okay, part of the Sinister this, Six. This is their attempt at doing Probably. the Sinister Six. Yeah, and they're like they're fucking doing it right now. If they put Michael Keaton in the trailer, yeah. he's obviously got to have a little bit bigger of a role. Not necessarily. They can't put his only cameo. They in. could. They sure could. It is Sony. Yeah, we've uh, we've seen how they do trailers sometimes. Yep. They remember could uh, have remember when we watched uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming before we watched Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, that was fun. That was um. I, I remember being at the movies with Hannah and the homecoming trailer came on and I told her to close her eyes and plug her ears yeah, just so she wouldn't have the whole movie spoiled for her. It's just the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this movie doesn't need to happen. Um, do you think that, uh, without my, do you think was, do you think that, um, um, Herschel Ali is going to make a cameo? Ooh. For people who don't understand why I'm that. asking that Herschel Ali is playing blade in the blade movie. And Blade is a vampire hunter, and Morbius is a vampire. I'm not sure. Because Blade is a Marvel Marvel. Morbius is a Sony Marvel. Right. And so, I mean, it is completely different studios at that point. There's no connecting link. I'm going to go with no, just because I don't think they'd be able to hash out the paperwork. Gotcha. That's fair. Or come to come to, come to to an appropriate agreement for how to do that. Do you think that they had it filmed before this whole explosion? No. No? Because, I mean... It, wasn't even that long ago that they announced they were doing Blade. Well, but they like they, they don't have to announce that they were doing it. Like, well, right, but like they cast Mahershala Ali and then announced it. Like, oh, that's weird, it was yeah. quick. It was pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, I mean, you cast Mahershala Ali in the MCU, you announce that. That's yeah. that is exciting news. Yeah, <sighs> Mahershala Ali, what a guy! What a guy! He's I sexy. think I think it's gonna happen. Okay, I think I, it may, might be a post credit scene. I would really like that. I would I would be okay with even something that just kind of hints towards it. Yeah. I don't even know why. Just because I get to see Mahershala Ali more. I think it's because uh, it, with the comics for me I would like to see it happen purely because the comics did that where they that, that's how they brought Spider Man and Blade together. Like he was this he was this really good character. He was a Spider Man villain, mm-hmm. but it also makes a lot of sense for him to be a, a Blade villain. Right. So just kind of like bringing that together, like this actually makes sense for them to cross paths. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to see that. Okay. Doesn't one hundred percent make sense that the vulture is just around unless he gets put in prison. Could be. Yeah. Something like it's. What didn't we? Whatever happened to Scorpion? Now that I'm thinking about it. He's. We see him in the post credits of the fir- of uh, homecoming. homecoming. Yeah, he's still in jail. He's probably gonna get out in the third one. He's he's probably going to be like a secondary villain in the next one, like actually go full Scorpion, and then now that we know who Peter Parker is, Spider Man, he goes for Peter go Parker. after him. Yeah, probably like a Wilson Fisk situation where he goes after his family. Yeah, they can't do that. They can't do the whole Wilson Fisk thing, going after his family with someone that's so like low, not low tier, but like to to the casual audience, low stakes. Like, Scorpion. Yeah, well, no, they they make him... need someone who will come back and do it. Vulture needs to do it. Yeah, Vulture. I feel like Vulture would break out. And bring Scorpion with him, and they would go after him. Vulture would do it, but with Scorpion as like a henchman. I no, I don't. I don't buy Vulture going after him because the, in that post credit scene, he has a he asks him, "Who do you know who it is?" And Vulture says, "No," even though he does. 
he's he's at that point yeah he's like he's he's not happy with spider-man but at the, he's gonna stick up for him yeah against these guys so i don't i think they bring in a new villain probably um uh I, I don't know if they'd go for Electro again, but maybe they could go Green Goblin. That'd be, that'd be a good classic. They've gone Spider-Man. for Green Goblin twice. Yeah. Um, I think they need to do Wilson Fisk. They need someone with that kind of like powerful clout. Like mm-hmm. not, not just like a gimmicky guy, but like mm-hmm. someone like the Daredevil's version of Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Like something like that. Um, what if they brought back Vincent D'Onofrio though? Wouldn't dude, that be... That would be I. I would one hundred percent be on board for that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'd probably only ninety six percent be on board with that because those are so different universes. It feel pretty out of place to transplant that character into the MCU, or it would feel like a betrayal of the character if the MCU fired him. Yeah, I don't know. I think we'll just have to see. Um, can I use this opportunity? When we talk about like cross uh cross medium cameos mm-hmm. to fucking talk about the CW. Yes. Please talk about the CW. Do you know what happened yesterday? I don't know what happened yesterday. Yesterday was part four of the Crisis of Infinite Earth series. How exciting. Guess who made a cameo? Batman? Close. Robin, Nightwing. No, no. Nightwing from and Titans. That's right. I knew that. Ezra Miller as the Flash. Oh, oh. There's a clip of it, and you can go look at it. Like it's just they have a clip of it. Don't want to. Because I will say it's kind of amusing. Ezra Miller is is good. Okay. Grant Gustin's not. I I'm just gonna show you the the clip now. Um, just because it's it's really short. It's kind of amusing. This is not gonna get edited out. Um, all right. It's it's just kind of like the way the way it happens. Ezra Miller is able to carry it. Just his kind of like awkwardness. Um, where'd it go? Why is it not? Oh, did he have to take it down? No, he didn't take it down, did he? Oh dear. I think he was asked to he probably was asked to take it down. That's annoying. Well, so they're like they're like being all like Oh, your suit's pretty cool. Oh, so your suit's pretty cool. That's kinda cool. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm Barry Allen and they say it at the same time and Ezra's like, No <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of amusing. Ezra Miller's role that was pretty amusing. But just damn it. I was hoping to hell they wouldn't do it, but then also the CW has been just fucking everything up. They they've confirmed Green Arrow and the and the um and the Birds of Prey, right? Yeah. Um. Which you know makes no sense with the Birds of Prey movie happening because the CW is a fucking stupid thing. Um. And then they also confirmed a Lewis and Clark, a Lewis and Clark show. I don't know who that is. The history people from history. Oh, sorry, Lois and Clark. Oh. <laughs> Is there a comic about that Lewis a, and Clark now? That was a genuine misspeak. <laughs> Lois and Clark. That's, okay, I did I did know they were doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, just... For some reason. It's fucking bad. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's gotten so big and just so, like, 
There's there's how many shows now? It's a tumor. Huh? It's just it's, a metastasizing it's a tumor. tumor. It's cancer. I hope they cancel the CW. Just the the whole fucking. That's why I'm waiting. I I want live TV to die. Mm-hmm. There's a plane flying really low over the over the house. I want it to die purely for the CW to die. But yeah, I don't always get what I want. Why am I burping so much? Um, yeah. So that happened. What else is there? Just get me away from the slump. I don't want to. Speaking think of Birds of Prey, we got a new Birds of Prey trailer. That we did, and I'm so ready for this trailer. Yeah, dude. this oh, looks fun. This they, looks it good. It doesn't look like they're fucking up Black Canary. Good. That was the number one concern of mine for this entire movie was how they were going to handle her power. Because mm-hmm. everyone else doesn't have powers. Right. Like, it, they're just people that rock and suck. As long as they don't overshine, if they, as long as they don't use just the fact that she has the canary cry to outshine the fact that she's, like, one of the best hand-to-hand fighters in the DC world, mm-hmm. Batman trusts her to train people. That's that a... that should speak some shit about how good she is. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you can't fucking fight her. <laughs> um, they better they better attach to that because that's one of the things that, that's really important to me as a woman. <laughs> 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 no, I think that's really important to to attach to that too. Mm-hmm. Like, you have like all it's it's a it's a f- fucking birds of prey is just all about strong women. Mm-hmm. Don't take away any element of what makes them so badass. Right. Um, and I don't think they are. I'm concerned that all they're going to do is just beat up men like that. that I'm mm-hmm. getting a little concerned of that. Like it feels a little too, yeah, girl power, but for two hours. Yeah. Cause you could definitely do girl power. No, we're not saying like, don't do girl power. Definitely fucking do girl power. Cause these guys fucking deserve it. Girls fucking deserve it. Um, but I, I'm just concerned. It's going to be everything all in your face all the time. I'm going to punch a man in the face with my bat. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that. I would like, love five minutes of that. I don't yes. need two hours of that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you. You got to have more to your movie than wish fulfillment, I guess. Yeah. Well, Last Jedi, <laughs> or not Last Jedi? Uh, far, uh, 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 whatever the fucking movie is, Rise of Skywalker. That's the dumbest name of a Star Wars movie. It's really bad. Moving speaking on. speaking of Rise of Skywalker, it has officially passed a billion dollars at the global box office. About time. Took a while. Yeah. Took an endgame, like, what? A, a day. A day? <laughs> <laughs> it was like opening weekend past mil- billion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that took, what, like four weeks? Let's see. It came out a uh, week before Christmas. So it was like, one, two, three. Yeah. Four, four weeks. weeks to crack a billion. That's, that's, that's pretty sad for this big of a thing. Yeah. Um, mouth is killer, yo. Yep. Uh, people were not impressed with this one. Critics were not impressed with this one. Mm-hmm um speaking of star wars oh wait can we we also we didn't finish talking about fucking birds of prey oh that's right we get a mask yes it doesn't look like horse shit yeah it actually looks good like it actually makes sense and it's oh i'm i cannot wait to see you and mcgregor just be like a a happy villain yeah i he's not he doesn't play villains not really no um uh, uh uh angels and demons Oh yeah, he's but that's like at the end. <laughs> that's a yeah, and that's a stupid movie. That's kind of a dumb movie. It's I kind of like the the element thing and like the a, puzzle. It's, it, a, it's a fun dumb. movie. I feel like I should read the books. No, really. I read the first two pages of the first one. And it's, it's bad. They're very legendarily bad. Oh, I didn't know that. Is the Da Vinci Code movie any good? 
No. I ever watched it. No? Okay. Well, that's disappointing. Um, but yeah, no. I, 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 he's just, the way he is, just the hello there thing, just putting that in like a villain that just, Oh man, putting him like side by side with Victor Zaz, mm-hmm. who just loves murdering people. He just has like to... it's just it's gonna be such fun villainy everywhere because God. you also have Harley Quinn. I I I'm really excited for this because I I love I I love villains that have fun with what they're doing. I I really liked Ramsey Bolton, just like unabashedly yeah. liked him because he's a terrible dude, but he had so much fun. It's so much fun. And that it's just it's so infectious to me. Yeah. I just I want to go out and like and capture people. someone and set them loose in the woods and hunt them down. Yeah, and then sport. cut their penis off and oh. wave a wiener in their face. <laughs> oh, that's oh it's, man. I am so ready for this movie. Yeah, I am. I am vastly more excited for this movie than any other superhero movie that's coming out soon. I'm probably more excited for the Batman. Well, oh, okay, that has a trailer. Okay. No, nope. Wonder Woman. Assuming that they do what I think they should do, that's mm. the that's the movie that I have my full theory on the way that it's like similar to my right. I have nothing for the Birds of Prey. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> they're it, going very outside the box here. They're going completely original. Um, I think they're going to. I think it's just going to be like uh. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Yeah. I was starting to spitball, like, trying to think, but I've seen the trailers multiple times, and I got nothing. I mean, it, it looks like it's going to be pretty f- straightforward. They, they've they all got a beef with Blackagar Mastagon. Mastagon. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, you texted me at some point a couple months ago, like, uh, I'm getting kind of worried they're not actually going to do the Black Mask and Black Mask, and I'm like... What if his name was Blackagar Maskagon? That's right. I remember you saying that. <laughs> the reference, in case you didn't catch it, is to the Inhumans' famous leader, Black Bolt, who's named not because he resembles a black lightning bolt in any way, but because his full name is Blackagar Boltagon. Yeah. Because that's the thing. That that's, how you, that's how you make a name. I've been thinking about My Inhumans. My name's Pressroth. Yep. Yep. Proth. 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 I'm Maddle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for Birds of Prey. Um, we we see all of the Birds of Prey, all of uh, Black Canaries. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Huntress, they're going to go a bit closer to her origins where she's more anti-hero than just hero. Okay. Which I'm excited for. Good, fun. Yep. Fits, fits with that. I'm still very intrigued at how they're going to handle Cassandra Kane because mm-hmm. she was Batgirl. So are they going to make her Batgirl and then tie in with Batman? Batman, why the hiccups so much? That's uh, because I drink a soda. That would do it. That'll do it. Yep. Um, I get I get hiccups if I eat plain pasta cold. That is a very specific occurrence. It really is, but it happens often enough. That I feel like it's a thing. Alright. So. So we're going to see Blackagard Maskagon. Yep. Punching Harlequin, Harlequin, Harleen Quinzel. Harleen Quinzel. And Wait, that's her actual we name. Don't... <laughs> oh, they're going Bertinelli. They're not going to go Wayne. Helena Bertinelli for Huntress. Mm. They're not going to go Helen Wayne. You no. can't go Helen Wayne. No. <laughs> yep. 
Also, that's kind of a relatively new thing. Um, what are the other characters I'm missing? I'm missing a character. Yep. I don't know who. I got Black Canary, Harley Quinn, Huntress, Cassandra Kane. Oh, uh, Renee Montoya. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, she's just a, G- uh, a-, a GCPD detective. Oh. Oh, but she becomes the question. Oh. Do you know who the question is? Uh, not the answer. That's for sure. Great. Uh, so the question is basically this faceless guy, guy to start, mm-hmm. um, who it depends on the story. It, it varies. It's continuity. Blah, blah blah. I'm not gonna get into it because it's one of those like minor characters that really doesn't have a solid mm-hmm. thing. Wasn't he the guy that Alan Moore ripped off for Rorschach? Probably detective. He's obsessed with finding the answers. Yeah, that yeah, sounds probably. like the guy that Alan Moore ripped off for Rorschach. Yeah. Oh, Alan Moore ripped off so fucking much. It's very, very clear. If you read, uh, like, anything in comics, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone borrows from everyone. Like, yeah. I, I've i compared Alan Moore to Bach before. Just kind of... the the When you're listening to, to a Bach piece, you get this sense that he knows where every single line in this counterpoint is going to be in two minutes. And so everything is sort of aimed towards this ending. Like, he's almost... He's writing the whole thing at once, not from hmm. beginning to end, but just like depositing it onto the page fully formed Interesting. and alan moore it's kind of the same way just the way he uses words and story just everything comes to the exact right point at the exact right moment with the exact right words no did you no i kind of i really want to i could take it or leave it oh i feel like just the weekly thing kind of like made me lose interest yeah, we had a, well, we just missed a couple weeks and it yeah. never had time. Anyway, to sorry. I I want to rewatch it or I want to catch back up. Yeah. I don't know if you'll want to or if I should do it. Still I'll watch it at some point. Maybe I'll do it while I'm at work. All right. Probably shouldn't. Probably should focus on it. I don't care. Um, anyway, you were saying about. I was saying, and Alan Moore, it's it's kind of the same thing where you get the sense that he has like every every panel he knows where it's going to be and he just kind of deposits it onto the page. Yeah. And I know it's not what he does, but it it feels like that. Um, but Bach is also really good at using other melodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so, some of his most famous stuff, um, the Oh Sacred Head Now Wounded, uh-huh. which is pops up in um, I think St. Matthew's Passion, I want to say, or it, it comes up in a lot of stuff. And that's just like a, a folk tune, or not a yeah. folk tune, but like a, an ancient tune. And he uses that in everything. And so uh, it, it just, he's he's good at borrowing stuff, but yeah. the way he puts it together. So, okay. weird defense of Alan Moore there, but yeah, um, just going to leave it. Oh yeah, Renee, Renee, Renee Montoya. Montoya. That's um, right. Uh, I think they might. Uh, so the question was just this guy, um, and then in fifty two, he, what he can do is he has like a, uh, I think it's a prosthetic that he can apply mm-hmm. that puts this like faceless thing on him. Okay, so he walks around like a with, without a face. He's got a face. Um. Until you look in the new Fifty Two again, continuity is fucking weird. Yep. Uh, but he actually passes that on to Renee Montoya because okay. she's obsessed with finding the answers and she's a detective and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. she becomes the question. She has a run about of being the question. So I think they're gonna go with that if they're gonna do anything with her besides just being a G- GCPD. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably make her the question. Uh, probably not do the faceless thing. Should probably just be like, um, just put like some sort of mask mask on, on yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, I mean that's kind of the thing. Yeah. It's kind of a mask, but they're not gonna do the whole like. They'll ground it somehow. Yeah. You, although this movie seems, it seems totally seems grounded un- with fun. 
Yeah, like tonally ungrounded. Like yeah. we're gonna here's a musical number with Harley Quinn as Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I love that they're just doing that now in a superhero movie. Yeah. Go back ten years and tell yourself that in twenty twenty we're gonna have a movie with um uh Harley Quinn doing a musical number as Marilyn Monroe and everyone's gonna be excited about it. Would not yeah. would not go. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars script for Episode Nine leaked oh. this week. Um, and I have not read the whole thing, but I've read a couple people's summaries of it, and it sounds like the first draft of a much better movie than Rise of Skywalker. That's uh, probably yeah. Um, I can actually I can read you the what would have been the title crawl. Oh, go for it. Uh, the iron grip of the First Order has spread to the. <coughs> <laughs> how is that spelled <laughs> h-o-u-g-h-k h-o-u-g-h-k yeah that's it the iron grip of the first order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied traitorous acts are punishable by death determined to suffocate a growing unrest supreme leader kylo ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. It's a lot better than the opening crawls. Yeah. Yeah. Palpatine was not going to enter into it at all. Yeah. Um, it's the, there's a, um, they were going to have uh, Finn and Rose working together on a mission to lead an uprising of defecting stormtroopers on Coruscant uh-huh. and have like a sort of ground battle in the streets of Coruscant, which cool. sounds great. Um, the main plot has some kind of stupid stuff about finding a force beacon to reactivate transmissions. Okay. That feels like the first draft of a more interesting way to get communication between yeah. systems or something, which is an interesting and logical extension of the last Jedi in the universe. Like they realize if they kind of crush the rebellion's ability to communicate and I, I feel like there was a couple of throwaway lines that were supposed to lead to that in Rise of Skywalker. Like, um, uh, Carrie Russell's character says at one point something like, if they make you think they're alone, that's how they win or something like that. Oh. And so this would have been a really great extension of that. And then finding, like, somehow growing that they're not alone and building to that. Yeah. I, there's there's the seeds of a really good movie here, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fucking Disney, dude. Yep. I was uh I I defended the I had defended this defended this trilogy quite a bit after Last Jedi. Yeah. I think the first two movies did a lot of things right, but I'm I'm not gonna go out of my way to criticize them, but I'm done defending them. Yeah. I'm kind of in that same boat. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Um What else happened? Let's see. Uh Ryan Johnson was talking about whether or not he's going to do Star Wars movies, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to do these, but we haven't really done anything definite yet. So I want him in Star Wars. Yeah. See, the thing is, we've we've talked about this. Star Wars has gotten to a point where it thrives better in TV shows. Mm-hmm. Slow it down. Go a little bit smaller. You can't just – the bigger is not always better. Right. Like, just don't 
don't do any more movies. Build your franchise through TV shows because you now have a streaming service mm-hmm. where you can just jizz fucking TV shows out once a month. Yeah. Like, you got Obi-Wan. You can do a fucking Boba Fett thing. You can yeah. just, Dude, there's so much you can do. Yeah. You now have evidence that you can make a new character mm-hmm. within the world and make a good show. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Flesh out the world like that. Yeah. Idiots. You know they still have scheduled release dates for movies in the winter of 2022, 2024, and 2026, right? Do they really? Yeah. Do we have any idea what they are nope odds they actually release something in december 2022 well we slim we've got movies i mean marvel's doing that yeah they could absolutely do it yeah but I, got, they got two full years i'd be a little surprised at this point if they actually Honestly, three released full years. they're going holidays of 2022 they got three years yeah they could it's, easily it's crank out a movie. I, w- I would really like to see Ryan Johnson take on a trilogy kind of in a new part of the universe. Yeah. Because I That's I said this. That's what the original plan was, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I, well, I, I said this after I rewatched Last Jedi, or after I rewatched the whole sequel trilogy. J.J. Um, Abrams understands what Star Wars feels like. He doesn't understand what Star Wars is. Yes. Ryan Johnson understands what Star Wars is. He doesn't understand what Star Wars feels like. Yep. Um, and so giving him a new corner of the universe, I think, lets him play with some of those ideas and build this, uh, build something that respects the, the series' own canon and sort of its its themes, but also he doesn't have to necessarily feel beholden to making a movie that feels like a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So. I mean, we talked about that with, like, Solo, too. That like, mm-hmm. if you understand what Han Solo feels like right i think that that's the best like comparison if you were using your your phrases mm-hmm. but also that was just fucking copy paste on solo so yeah a little bit yeah yep we're the best yep speaking of ryan johnson uh they're thinking about doing a knives out sequel oh no centering on daniel craig's character um okay does it hmm. see that was exactly my reaction and then i remembered the quiet place 2 trailer yeah that yeah yeah because that was my exact reaction when they announced they were doing quiet place 2 i was was like kind of like no hesitation well they could do a different story but just have him be the detective still yeah that's 100 percent fine completely unrelated Mm -hmm. take it away from the knives out yeah let's do like like a full agatha christie extended universe except it's just new yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> thinking about what the third one would be male genitalia out for Dicks harambe god damn it knives <laughs> out guns mm. out grenades out nukes out he skipped a couple steps there tanks no nah. aircraft carriers no nah. aircraft carriers <laughs> out <laughs> someone was killed by an aircraft carrier <laughs> Which aircraft carrier? We'll never know. Is it the fake one that retracts? <laughs> That's a bit of a spoiler. It's been out long. Not really. Yeah, mm. it's really not. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I, I'll be fine. Yep. 
Speaking of Daniel Craig, I've got James Bond news. Hans Zimmer's officially doing the score. Fuck yes, he is. Billy Eilish is officially doing the title song. You hadn't heard that. I am so happy right now. Yeah, I can. I can see it. Oh my god. Yeah. She is perfect. She has the perfect voice for it. She does. Yes. James Bond songs are big and bombastic and showy. She's the opposite of that. I'm I'm no, very I'm she can do big like her so her her style is to so this is a fun little like side thing. I think I've talked about this. Her right. style is very like up close and kind of quiet and like mm-hmm. you sing like this. And that's because you can actually handle that with live stuff now. We have the technology to be able to do that in a live performance. Mm-hmm. Not used to not be able to do that. Punk and rock and stuff like that was all live performance that you had to scream the fucking thing. Right. Um, so that's her style, but she has a phenomenal voice. Yeah. Not saying she would use the same style. She probably would. Yeah. But she has an amazing voice. Like especially if you're going with like that kind of like, especially the last two movies have been kind of like this uh, almost ominous feel. Yeah. Where it's kind of it's it's a ballady it's not like yeah super pumped up no i'm i'm very excited to see where she goes with have you this. ever heard did i ever show you um i love you that's the billy eilish, eilish song? song i yeah. really like that one yeah that it, one might be like, my favorite at first yes it like that mine too like it's that kind of like just that chill kind of like uh, like that chills kind of just dark yeah it's quiet but it gets to you yeah it's like that's the kind of stuff that is I am so excited. Yeah, and I trust her. She's she's a she's an artistic, very artistic person, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, so she and her brother Phineas. Phineas is the one that kind of does a lot of the writing, right? Um, but uh, it does it with her, and he like only writes her songs that he knows that she will actually feel and be able to perform mm-hmm. and feel the performance. Um, so they're both very very creative and very smart people when it comes to mm-hmm. art. Uh, they're very great artists. Mm-hmm. And I, I have no doubt that they're going to create an amazing song for this. Yeah. I am so ready. I don't really like, give a shit about the James Bond universe. I just want <laughs> Billie Eilish to make a fucking James Bond song. Yep. I love how that overshadowed the fact that Hans Zimmer is doing the score. For yeah. This, yeah, but... yeah. I have plenty of scores from him. I can listen to him all day, but like, I just want more her. <laughs> yep. I actually even have more James Bond news. Uh, the someone was talking to Barbara Broccoli, who's they, uh, the the Bar- Broccoli family kind of controls the James Bond. I I know, I'm aware. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Barbara Broccoli, that's such a like a. Yeah, they're rich people. I wonder if they go into sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Steamed broccoli. Uh, uh, <laughs> if they ever like get caught up in like a murder. Someone starts interrogating them. That's grilled broccoli. Or smoke weed. Got your baked broccoli. You got any more? I'm trying to think. God, I have no other uh, homonyms. When they run a marathon and their nipples start chafing, they're raw broccoli. That was that was how I had to kill that joke. I needed something that was gonna end that. God Just take that out back and shoot it. I was really proud of those. <laughs> okay. You, Sorry, okay. I apologize for my repeatedly getting up. 
uh, Matt's technology curse is back with a vengeance. Yep. Like, really bad. And I do not trust... Like, last week, the reason our episode went out so late is because last week we had a problem with the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, a problem we haven't had before. Right. Um, so I am constantly getting up and checking. And earlier, I actually, like, after our Watch of Up I stopped it, saved it, and then continued. Yep. Just so we wouldn't, re- like, lose all of that Watch of Up and mm-hmm. Matt guessing stuff. That was a pretty good yeah, whole thing. There's so. some good stuff in there. Yeah. Yep. Um, what other news do we have? Because it's... Fuck it, we're in an hour and a half. I know. Uh, and we were going to try to have an episode. <laughs> we thought. Um, next James Bond is not going to be a woman. That's what the Broccoli's are saying. Uh, Which, you know, makes sense if you, like, make your own character. Like cook Broccoli. Yeah, well, I mean, and James Bond is... James Bond's kind of a an archetype of the, the classic masculine male. And... Changing that formula destroys the integrity of the character as much as that character is becoming antiquated. But mm-hmm. that's kind of been the fun of the last few movies is watching this guy actually become antiquated. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. They're also talking about moving to TV or slash like streaming in the future and making it a series. Interesting. Which I think could work pretty well. Yeah. Um, it would allow for more mystery. Mm-hmm. And you could do... um. You could mix it up from season to season, do like different time periods, because mm-hmm. I would love to see them go back and do kind of sixty style classic Bond. Yeah, do like episodic Bonds. Mm-hmm. Where it's just every season is a different guy. Yeah, I think that I think it'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of TV series, Parasite is apparently getting a limited HBO adaptation, which is weird. But so soon. I, I don't know if we know when it's coming. I mean, the, but, but the fact that they went for it so soon. Yeah. I mean, Parasite Which is, is good. Like, yeah. get Korean filmmakers more chance to do what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, and Parasite's great. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Bong Joon-ho is... Hollywood's been throwing money at him for years. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I I think that's good. Cool. Okay. Um. Oh, and then uh, we should probably talk about the Oscar nominations. That is exactly what I was pulling up. <laughs> I was literally about to do this. And I want to, like, I just want to briefly talk about the fact that I've seen many of these movies, and it makes me happy. And I'm going to have seen more. So we're going to do, I believe, last few times we did an Oscar episode when they did the nominations, and we we made our bets on Mm -hmm. who would uh, win what. I think we should wait until just before the Oscars to give us a little bit more chance to actually see the Oscar nominations. Yeah, I've only seen about half of the Best Picture. No, less than half. I've seen three of the best picture nominees and there's nine so let's go through the nominees i'm on the official oscars page so i think yeah it's it's an alphabetical order i have the best picture ones was pulled up right now okay go to start with those yep ford versus ferrari the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women marriage story 1917 once upon a time dot 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 in hollywood (laughs) parasite i've seen almost half of those uh, Brendan and I are actually talking about going to see 1917 on uh, Friday, if you want to. Okay, I was actually going to maybe drag Hannah to 1917 on Friday, so. Double date? Yeah! You and uh, you and Hannah and me and Brendan. No, me and Brendan, you and Hannah. <laughs> I want Brendan all to myself. Okay, that's fair. No, you and me and Brendan and Hannah. No, I want Brendan all to myself. No, me and then the three of you, because yes, I'm alone. that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, 
Performances, uh, performance by an actor in a leading role nominee. We're not going to comment on any of those. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm excited that Parasite is in there because that's yes. a non-English language movie and yep. it's not super often that one yep. of those sneaks in there. Uh, also want to briefly discuss the fact that they totally fucking shafted female directors again. Yeah, Yay, I, white people. I haven't seen Little Women, but I hear that Greta Gerwig did a great job with it. Wait. I thought... I thought no white, uh, no women got nominated. Not for best director. Oh, best director. Oh. Um. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, performing actor, uh, Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Dot 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 in Hollywood. <laughs> We're not gonna do that every time because that's several times in here. Yes. Uh, Adam Driver in Marriage Story. I know what I'm betting on. Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Ooh, maybe not. I think the smart money's on Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. Okay. I've actually seen The Two Popes. You have? Uh, first episode, but I was watching it while I was at work, and a lot of it's like in Italian or like Latin. Episode? Or like I thought that. it was a movie. Huh? I thought it was a movie. How's it getting Oscar, Oscar nominations if it's a movie? You watched a different show. No, it's The Two Popes. It was. The, oh, no. I watched a little bit. My brain's all scrambled because I watched several shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So I thought Two Popes was a show. You're right. It is. I watched like the first like 30 minutes. Okay. But I couldn't really know. I didn't really know what was going on because it was subtitles and I was at work. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really have it on in the background. Um, what I saw was really good. I need to finish watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, actor in supporting roles. Tom Hanks in Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Tom Hanks is a supporting role? Wait, what? In Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? Weird. I, I have no idea what the... Who the fuck is the leading role? Oh, it's probably the guy who's, like, doing the story. Uh, like, the, the whole bit is, yeah. like, it's... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes. Al Pacino in The Irishman. Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time. Um, I got the actresses. In leading roles, mm-hmm. Cynthia Erivo in Harriet, Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson in Marriage Story. God, both. Yes, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saoirse Ronan in Little Women, Charlize Theron in Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger. Wagger? Wagger? Wigger? Wagger. Zellweger. Zellweger in Judy. Which I think the smart money's on her. Really? I haven't seen Judy. Hollywood likes, um, What's the fuck I guess, masturbatory nasal gazing. Navel gazing? Nasal gazing. Wow. <laughs> That's different. Gonna look up someone's nose. Yep. Uh, and uh, her. It's supposed to be a really good performance of her as Judy Garland, mm. and so that's the sort of thing that the Oscars, the Academy, would go for. Yeah. Um. I feel like the Oscars are a little nervous to go for the bombshell one because it's attacking white rich m- men. The the Academy's a lot more diverse than it was five years okay. ago. Uh. Wait. Since, what? Paul Ward, Paul Walter Hauser didn't get nominated for best actor. Who was he in? Richard Jewell. He was Richard Jewell. In what? Richard Jewell. Oh, oh, the yeah, the yeah. He's the main guy. Yeah. Wow, that's a uh, it's disappointing. Yeah, he's good. Uh, actress and supporting Catherine uh, Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story. <laughs> it's not gonna be her. Okay. I'm surprised she got nominated. Wasn't fantastic. Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit. If she gets a supporting and a lead actress. I will not be surprised. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, Florence Poe. Uh, P- Pew. Pew in so. Little Women. I kind of want her to win purely because I just watched Midsummer. <laughs> uh, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Alright. I We got to see Bombshell. Yeah. Um, and also Jojo Rabbit. And Little Women. 
1917. Yeah. Um, also, I think Cynthia Erivo is in line for an EGOT if she wins. <gasps> is she really? Yeah. What's what'd she do? What'd she sing? I don't know, but she's also nominated for best original song. Oh no, that yeah, that wouldn't be. I mean, she wouldn't get the yeah Tony or Grammy for that one. Not the Grammy, but she needs the Grammy, right? But she sings because I think she already has the Grammy. Does she? Yeah. Check that while I read the, uh, the looking next, it up. The yep. Animated features: How to Train Your Dragon. Haven't seen it. Lost my body. Haven't seen it. Klaus. Lo- haven't seen it. Missing Link. Haven't seen it. Toy Story Four. Haven't seen it. I don't watch animated movies unless they're perfect. Yeah, she has the the um, egged part of the egot. Oh wow! Already. Good for her. Yeah, I hadn't even heard of her until yeah, this area movie, but I don't pay attention to the stage yeah. at all. Uh, cinematography. This is one that recently I wouldn't have given shit about, but now that I actually know what cinematographers do, I'm really interested in. Uh, the Irishman. I agree. Joker. I agree. Lighthouse. Haven't seen it. 1917. After watching all the behind-the-scenes stuff, fully fucking agree. That one's gonna because win. Because Roger Deakins, my god. Yeah, he's he's finally gonna start winning them after, yeah. like, 13 nominations in a row. Uh, for people who don't know, Roger Deakins is, like, has made his name as... The best cinematographer right now. He's the only cinematographer that's anything close to a household name. Yeah. Um, I couldn't name you another one off the top of my head, and I'm literally looking at the list of nominations. <laughs> yeah, we literally see three of them. <laughs> Rodrigo Prieto. Prieto? Prieto? Prieto. Prieto. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, costume design. The Irishman. All right. Jojo Rabbit. Probably. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, uh, Joker. Yeah, yeah. Got some, got some, got some costumes. A costume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Little Women. Haven't seen it. Once upon a time. I don't know. I feel like costume design is one that's just kind of like, kind of hard to claim. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther. We kind of knew was going to win that year, but yeah. Cause... Aside from that, I feel like it's always a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. Directors. Irishman. Martin Scorsese. Joker. Todd Phillips, 1917, Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez. <laughs> I'm tired. Once Upon a Time, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, that's right. He did do that. And Parasite. Bong Joon-ho. Okay, wasn't even going to try. <laughs> I'd Dude, fuck it up somehow. This is like... Bong Juan who? You know, not having seen 1917 or The Irishman or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet, that's, that's a good list. And... I mean, Greta Gorig, I'm sure, I also haven't seen Little Women. I'm sure that deserves to be on that list. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like it's a list where it's hard to complain about our exclusion. Yeah. Just because that looks like five good candidates right Solid. there. Unless you're Gage, in which case Once Upon a Time shouldn't be in there. Right. Which I, I, I want to see it yeah. to, to, before I make my judgments. Uh, documentaries. American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, Forsama, Honeyland. Great. I have heard of all of these. Have you? No. <laughs> I also don't like documentaries, so I don't give a shit. Me neither. Best documentary short. Good. More of this. Let's just skip that one. In the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. What the fuck are these things about? I'm sure that's like a really depressing one, probably. Probably. Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, Walking Run, Walk Run Cha-Cha. Cool. Film editing. Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Parasite. Parasite's going to win. Is it? It's going to win the balls off that one. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen it so i don't know the the editing stuff yeah the irishman has some very very good editing though parasite has okay. some better editing yeah. um international film corpus christi honeyland 
Les Mis. Not based on the book. Oh. Or the musical, I guess. Uh, Pain and Glory and Parasite. Parasite. Gotta be. Well, unless they give Parasite best picture and decide to throw a bone to Pain and Glory or something. Yeah. Uh, Makeup and hairstyling. Bombshell. From what I've seen in the trailers. Yeah. Those are pretty... Yeah. Joker. Yeah. Judy. Maleficent. Ah, we have to say Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Uh, we have to say Oscar-nominated film, Maleficent, Maleficent Mistress of Evil. I hate what my life. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I understand throwing, like, Avengers Endgame in here somewhere. Yeah. Or, like, Star Wars La- uh, Rise of Skywalker. But Maleficent? I guess the makeup and hairstyling must have been very good. All right, we're gonna go. It's you're gonna go to its IMDb page now and scroll down, and it's gonna say nominated for one Oscar, and that's gonna be the weirdest feeling. It's gonna be, it's gonna be uncomfy. Yeah. And 1917. That's gonna be. I'm betting Judy for that one. Okay. But you, you've I seen mean, Judy? no. Oh, okay. But we'll get to those. Yeah. Uh, uh, music written for motion picture original score. Joker. It's pretty fucking great. Yeah. Little Women. Don't know. Marriage Story. It... Memorable. Now yep. that I'm thinking about it, I can think, I can, I can kind of recall it. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely elicits the emotions. Okay. Oh, also you're going to, so- if you have emotions, you're going to sob when she cuts his hair for the second time. It'll make sense when the movie, in the movie, when it happens. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, memorable. I can, I can see it. Probably not going to win. It's not groundbreaking, but it definitely mm-hmm. does what it needs to do for the movie. Just looking at the list. Um, well, I mean, finish going through the list. Uh, 1917 and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Just going through the list. I could see him throwing John Williams kind of a lifetime achievement Oscar just because yeah. the man hasn't won enough awards already. This is like <laughs> his 53rd nomination or something yeah. ridiculous. He's only gotten like, what, seven? I think, yeah. It's it's. I think it's less than ten, yeah. which... I don't know. I mean, I don't know exactly what the. I mean, I guess there's five nominees every year, so your expected value is about one in five. Yeah. But I guess there's also probably a sense of like, ah, well, he'll just get nominated next year for anything he does. So. Yeah, but he's done now, isn't he? He's done with Star Wars. I I don't know if he's done. Done. Yeah. Um, just looking at the list, I'd bet on Dupla for Little Woman, just because the Academy seems to really like him, or um, Gudna Dasser for joker just because that's Are a Randy really and Thomas interesting Newman related i don't know i'm gonna ask google that question wait how did you pronounce the joker's last name uh gudna daughter how do you pronounce that gudna daughter okay I'll just make i sure. think so yeah the it's like a yeah. the sound yeah sort of yeah it, it, well, it is it is yeah i mean it's not a it's not a thorn icelandic right but it's a different letter oh shit you're right i think it's i think it's gudna daughter no, that is. No, that's like a P where the thing got knocked. They do the both. It's both. Oh, both make the same yes. sound. It's it, okay. So the rule is the little P that's like the the round thing goes down is only when it's the first letter of the word. Oh, but then it okay. Uses that what's it when it's in the so middle. So it is. It is good. I know the this because uh, Kaleo, uh, an artist that I really like, is Icelandic, and mm-hmm. I learned. Uh, 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 um, Kori Vagaslogi. Okay. And so I learned, and it's fully Icelandic. It's mm-hmm. uh, Kvodi de Roca. And mm-hmm. like, so that's why I was like, what the fuck does that do? 
And I was like, oh, cool. And then it does it. You can actually look at the lyrics, and it does it. Every time it's the first letter of the word, it does that little P thing down. So okay. it's a the sound. Speaking of Icelandic, I one of my other not real what you've been up to is I've been listening to some Icelandic modern classical tradition music. So Olafur Arnolds and Johan Johansson, who you might know Johan Johansson is the guy who scored Arrival and Sicario and some other stuff. I'm also going to post, because we just had that discussion, I'm going to post a picture of the the name we were just discussing Mm -hmm. so that you guys can actually see that letter that we were talking about um so the little uh the little uh teaser for this episode is just this (laughs) with that character highlighted all right um i i hope hildur guthna daughter gets it because that was guthna daughter guthna daughter 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 i think um uh randy and thomas newman are cousins okay cool um, Let him go. But uh, yeah, I, I really like that Joker score, and I think it's interesting. And yeah, I, I don't think interesting scores get nominated enough. No. Uh oh. Well, you got to keep going because I accidentally just backed out of my page, and I'm not all right. Scroll all the way um, down. original song nominees are going to be. I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story Four. I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough apparently okay into the unknown from frozen 2 and stand up from harriet okay um all right the the big ones the best picture the nine ford v ferrari the irishman i already did these um yep production design the irishman jojo rabbit 1917 there's your winner once upon a time in hollywood and parasite oh wait i just found here we go Flashback to when I was talking about the CW thing. I just found I was looking at the wrong page. Oh, <laughs> I just found it. Hang on, I'm gonna wait till uh 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 waiting waiting waiting. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Charming Ezra Miller, saving grace of that scene. That's pretty good, isn't it? Sorry, I, I went into convulsions having to watch CW. Yeah, that's yeah. Listen, that fucking pulled up. That ended up on my Facebook page or on my Instagram. Anyway. Anyway, animated short film nominees: Desira, Hair Love, Kitbull, Memorable, 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 <laughs> Memorables. <laughs> me, me, me losing me marbles. Memorables. <laughs> me marbles. Where is they going? And sister. Uh, best live action short film Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Widow, Saria, and a Sister. Good thing I've heard of all those. Uh, sound editing Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. It's going to be either Ford v. Ferrari or 1917. Or Joker. Or mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think the car thing is going to be the important, yeah, the I, important I, part. Yeah, I think Ford v. Ferrari is going to do very well with the technical Oscars. Yeah. It feels like the sort of thing that they. It, like the Mad Max. They want to reward it. They don't want to give it best picture. Yeah. Um, so it's probably going to do well in sound mixing, where it is nominated alongside Ad Astra, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time. Um, visual effects, Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that was just the Shut the Fuck Up popular movies one. Who do you think is going to get that one? Um, I mean, they do like to go a little more prestige with their visual effects, so I could see them go in 1917 or The Irishman. 
Um, they went uh, for they went for First Man a couple of years ago. Yeah, there's not very much visual effects with Irishman, with with the exception of like aging, D and uh, D and up aging. Okay. They do both. Okay. Um, but I mean that could that could be like the that's like the one of the first full additions of that technology in a movie. Where it wait like, a second, was 1917 in the editing category? I think so. I think that might actually get it because of the one shot editing. Uh, with having 315 shots all looking like No, things. it's not. Oh, well then it might get this one then. Okay. I could see it. Yeah, just purely from just the the feat of doing it. Mhm. Um adapted screenplay, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women and The Two Popes. An original screenplay, Knives Out, Marriage hey. Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time and Parasite. Hey, the Oscars are on my birthday. Yeah. Did you not know that? Guess what I'm not doing on my birthday? Watching I'm not watching the Oscars. I don't never care. watch the Oscars. No. You know what we should do one of these years if I don't move to Ohio? What's that? Get really drunk and do... We sh- booze and booze the Oscars! Booze and booze the Oscars! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to do it as a live stream. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah, just do like our... Uh, we have our gambles of like who we think's going to win. And uh, if... We'll figure out the rules. We do little stupid prop bets, too. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be fun. I'll have some friends on for it. Yeah. I'd like Carter on. Yeah. Carter enjoy the Oscars. That'd be good. That'd be great. We should... Nah, it's your birthday this year. I'm not going to do it this year. Yeah, I don't want to do it on my birthday. We should do it for something like the Film Independent Spirit Awards. Something that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> that seems true to form for us. Because it's booze and booze. Yeah. So it's got to be bad. It can't be the Oscars. Despite them being totally horrible. The Oscars are bad. bad. But, like, do something, like, way worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, like, the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. There we go. One of the Teen Choice Awards. I think they already happened. Did they already happen? I think so. Because they don't care about the prestige movies. Teen Choice Awards. Um... Oh, they're in August. Yeah. Okay. So, like, we... Uh, it's not it's not too far away. We have enough time to plan it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Did we get all the categories? Uh, I think so. Well. Pretty. Hope so. I also closed the page. Pretty dominated by Parasite, Little Women, 1917, Joker. Once Upon a Time in Once Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Those are, those are kind of the big leaders. I think yeah. Joker actually had the most nominations, which... Hey, look at that. Comic book movie with the most Academy Award Suck nominations. my dick, Marvel! <laughs> <laughs> Was that about Marvel movies are better? <laughs> Suck my dick! Particular person that I had a long argument about. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the Oscars. Yep. We're at two hours. Let's wrap this up. Shoust we. We shoust. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this. I guess it's another catch-up episode. And I'm, is, yeah. I'm running out of condiments. Um, just random things you put on hot dogs now. We can go to like Chicago style hot dogs. I've put tomato. I've put buffalo sauce on a hot dog before. There you go. It's pretty good. I've put that going there. Um. Uh, you can find this podcast (laughs) on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean and Spotify, but I'm no longer sure if you should. Uh, <coughs> uh, we're on Facebook as I discussed at the top of the show and we don't really do a whole lot there but you know it exists we're on Twitter where Preston occasionally gets ranty 
He's scratching his balls right now. It's delightful. <laughs> uh, we're on Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, that's also our Twitter handle at Just Us Losers Pod, where we. You know that's probably for the best. Yeah. You feel like it, you kind of you think that Twitter'd be a great place to just let out all that rage and it makes you better, but it's not really how it works. No, it makes you angry. Yeah. Even letting out the rage it makes you angry. I've got a couple of rants I could probably let you let loose on Twitter. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um we're on Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com. Send us emails, people other than Gage, but also Gage cuz Gage is better than it. Who better at it. Better at it than anyone else. Better than it at everybody else. Yes, something like that. Although Mark has, Mark has sent some good emails in the past, I will yeah. say that. The the Europa Report fan theory, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, so next week we'll probably end up doing our intertextuality episode that we were meaning to do this week. Um, who knows? I don't know. I've started prepping for it a little bit. Good. So, yeah. So that, that might be the thing where we talk about intertextuality and references and... Um, fan service really that's kind of be the kind of the big big thing big takeaway um if we end up doing that one so yeah you got that to look forward to if you've got thoughts on that leave it on one of those mediums uh and if there's nothing else i'm supposed to say then i think i should say thanks for listening bye bye hey matt Mm? you know the sounds that people make when they get surprised yeah I really hope that picks up. I wonder if that picks up.